Boker Tov, this is a really exciting day. Today we complete Sefer Ahava, the book of Ahava, one of the 14 books of the Rambam's Mishnah Torah, and we study today the last chapter of Hilchot Milah, the laws of circumcision. In this final chapter, the Rambam talks about the four brachot that a person needs to recite, in this case really a father, when his son uh, receives a Brit Milah. The first bracha that he makes is Al Hamilah or Lamul Etaben, the first bracha is what we call a birchata mitzvah. It's a bracha that you make before you perform a mitzvah, whether it's the father doing the brit milah or it's a mohel, a professional mohel. The second bracha is the bracha of lachniso bivrito shel avramavinu. This is a birchata shevach. It's thanking Hashem for being able to, uh, to, to usher one's son into the brit, into the covenant of the Jewish people, which began, of course, with avramavinu, who also brought his son Yitzchak into this Brit. The third bracha is the bracha of Asher Kidesh Yedid Mibeten, in which we recognize that Hashem sanctified Yitzchak, and because Yitzchak was sanctified through the Brit Milah, so too all of his children are sanctified. And this is a, a bakasha of sorts, that the Kedusha that started with Yitzchak through this particular act of circumcision will continue down to our seed. And fourth, a father makes the bracha of Shechianu, which is made whenever a, bracha, a mitzvah is performed from time to time. Uh, at the end of the parak, the Rambam uh, ends off with some agadata, uh, speaking about the importance of Brit Milah. There are 13 times that the notion of Brit, of covenant, is, is expressed, is articulated in the Torah, and this speaks to how important this mitzvah is. But I want to focus for a moment on a line that appears in Halachachet. The Rambam tells us that the orla, the foreskin, is uh, is repulsive. It's disgusting. Um, but but and then those who receive a brit milah are there's a, there's a ma'ala. There's a there's an elevation to this. Ugdolahi milah shalonikra avramavinu shalem ad shamal. Avramavinu is not called shalem complete until he receives a brit milah. Shne emar as it says he dalech lefanai veyet tamim veetna briti beini yuvaynecha. Avraham is only called Tamim. In this case, Tamid Shalem are interchangeable. Shalem meaning complete when he receives a Brit Milah. Now this is fascinating because the Brit Milah is essentially a wound that is being performed on the body. How can one make the case that creating a wound in the body brings a person to completion? Okay, so clearly we're talking about spiritual completion here, but I want to share with you a fascinating discussion and debate that took place between Turnifus Harasha, one Roman philosopher or thinker or ruler of sorts, and Rabbi Akiva, this is quoted in the Midrash Tanchuman, Parsha Tazria, very well-known Midrash. And Turnifus Rufus says to Rabbi Akiva, Ezum Asim Naim. He spars with him philosophically. He says, which, which creations are greater? That which Hashem creates or what human beings create? So... You think about this for a second, you say, well, God's creations are much greater than human beings' creations. So Rabbi Kiva, though, answers counterintuitively, shel basar v'dam na'im, that which man creates is, is greater, is more pleasant. So Armala, Tunifus, Tunifus says, wait a second, look at the the heavens and the earth. Man cannot create these things. Rabbi Kiva says, you know, let's focus on things that are within our realm, things that are within our, our Dalit Amut, if you will, on, on this, things that are accessible to us. So then they really jump to the real question. And he says, Lama temulim, why do you perform circumcision? And uh, to which, to which uh, Rabbi Akiva responds, I, I knew you were going to ask about this question. 
And, uh, and that's why you asked, whose works are greater, man or God's? So Rabbi Akiva says, look at this. He brings before him, he does a little bit of a show and tell, brings before him grains of wheat and a, uh, a, a very fresh uh, loaf of bread. He says, what's greater here? The, the, uh, the grains of wheat or the bread? And he says, well, clearly the, the bread is greater. I mean, you take the grains and you have to, you have to do all these different melachot, all these different uh, labors to, uh, to create bread out of this. Bread is a wondrous thing. It sustains human beings, right? So clearly then human beings' actions and works are greater than God's. So uh, and Eva essentially responds and he says, why, why is it that human beings were created without a brit milah and then they perform a brit milah? He says, Hashem did this in order to help us refine ourselves. So what this means is that it's really a, a fascinating theological idea. God created man in a particular way. Incomplete, perfect, because we're God's creations, but incomplete. And we need to bring creation to a higher level. So man needs to refine himself by performing a brit milah. And by extension, we have an obligation to take this world, which God created, and it's a perfect creation, but it's not yet complete. It needs to be completed. It needs to be refined. It needs human input. It needs human ingenuity. And it needs human innovation. And that's the role that we play. We are shutafim. We are partners with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the creation of man and in the creation of the world and in the refinement and redemption of the world. And this is all captured in the mitzvah of Brit Milah, which is the first thing, the first mitzvah that applies to a Jewish male. And uh, this notion that human input is ultimately what, what brings the world to a greater perfection is also captured in other areas of halacha. For example, why is it that Har Sinai does not have Kedusha? If one person in theory found Har Sinai in the Sinai Desert, they could go up Har Sinai. And yet, uh, Har Moriah, where the uh, Har Moriah, where Har Abayit is, that uh, Har Moriah still retains its Kedusha according to the Rambam in Uchot Beit HaBechira. The explanation is as follows. It's because Har Sinai, we received the Torah passively. We didn't do anything. Whereas in Har Moriah, Avraham performed or was willing to perform the Akedah. And his son Yitzchak, Yitzchak, by the way, was the first son, his first child who receives a Brit Milah in the Torah. What we see from here is that when there's human input, when there's human partnership, that creates a Kiddushah, which is everlasting. And this is why Har Moriah is still holy and Har Sinai is just another mountain in the Sinai Desert. The same thing is true of Shabbat. When we make Kiddush according to one of the Midrashim, we are partnering with Hashem, we're partnering with Hashem in the creation of the world. And Sefer Ahava captures the role that we play in partnering with Hashem to, to bring Kiddushah to the world. And it's exemplified by the mitzvah of Brit Milah. Adkan, Sefer Ahava, Bezrat Hashem, we will return to you, Sefer Ahava, but I'll just say that, uh, you know, Sefer Ahava is about all the mitzvot that we perform, but these mitzvot, it's not just about performing them, it's about feeling and creating and engendering a sense of Ahava, Ahavat Hashem. May we be blessed to have more Ahavat Hashem in our lives, more Ahavat Torah, more Ahavat Adam Chavero. All of these things that we do, all these daily mitzvot, which are captured in this section of the Mishnah Torah, they're meant to create a feeling, an expression, an identity, a desire, a yearning. And that's all captured in the word Ava. Bezrat Hashem Shaniske. And uh, please, God, we'll continue with Sefer Zmanim starting tomorrow.